Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Sanas. This is episode 177, season eight. Today's date is November 15, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about Bob McBride. Uh, he was an anchorman uh, from WBBM TV Channel 2 in Chicago. And uh, I'll talk about my memories of watching him and his biography. Also, I'll do a wrap-up of past posts on my Facebook page, Fan Chicago Land. All right, and right now the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Martini and Rossi Vermouth. <laughs> and here's a commercial from 1978 featuring Angie Dickinson, best known as uh, Sergeant Pepper. I think that's her name. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper from uh, Police Woman. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Hi, I'm Angie, and when I'm in my white mood, feeling light and sunny, I don't want an ordinary wine. I want Martini and Rossi dry on the rocks. Crisp, refreshing, a wine, but with a taste all its own. Before meals, I say yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Martini and Rossi. Uh, let me give you a little background about that product and also Angie Dickinson. Okay, uh, that was, uh, the, uh, let's see, uh, the, the people that uh, invented the uh, product, uh, let's see, there was Alessandro Martini, that's probably where Martini got, and then there was also Luigi Rossi, and they got together, and they they invented this uh, uh, product, Vermouth, in Italy, and uh, it started, it was founded in Turin, Italy, in 1863, oh, it's a very old product, ooh, very old, and uh, well, I won't go into much of the history of that, but I do remember the memories, they used to advertise this product all the time during the 70s, uh, not much of the 80s. And Angie Dickinson uh, was a spokesperson for that uh, product. And this was during a time where she uh, starred in her TV series, A Police Woman. She starred as Sergeant Pepper Anderson. Pepper was not her last name. It was her first name. (laughs) When you think of Sergeant Pepper, you think of the Beatles. (laughs) And, uh, oh, she's a lovely lady. She really is. And she's still with us. She's 91 years old. Yeah, um, I don't see much acting from her. I guess she's taking it easy. But she was in a lot of uh, movies. Uh, she was with the Rat Pack, you know, for, exa- for example, with Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, uh, who else? Joey Bishop. I think I'm missing somebody else. 
you know, that was during the 60s like that. But as for policeman, I, a policewoman, I used to watch the show. I liked it, and uh, she was very good. Uh, very tough, <laughs> but very lovely. Very lovely indeed. Okay. I hope she's doing well. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned that I will talk about Bob McBride. Of the, uh, he was an anchorman from uh, Channel 2 in Chicago, WBBMTV. Uh, and I will do my past posts on Vanish Chicagoland on my Facebook page. Uh, the status of that now, I am still temporarily blocked. I can't post or edit anything. I can post on my, po- on my groups and my profile. So according to the email I got, I received that when that happened last month, I got about nine days left. So it's getting close. So I should be, uh, the block will be lifted probably, uh, probably Thanksgiving Day morning. When I'm asleep, <laughs> that's probably what I'm. I hope it. I hope it will because I think it will. And then I'll come come out like gangbusters. I will post like crazy, you know. And also have turkey. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. I will do a podcast episode about Thanksgiving, maybe this weekend or the following week, even on that Tuesday. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay. All right. Right now, I'm going to talk about Bob McBride. Uh, a lot of people don't remember him, uh, unless you're about my age or well, probably older than me. And he was there briefly on uh, on Channel 2. So my memories of watching him, I used to see him, you know, doing uh, news briefs. And he'd uh, anchored the news at uh, probably... I don't, I'm not sure. Did he do it at uh, 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock? I don't remember uh, what time he did it. But I, I remember that name and I when um, as I was growing up. And uh, they did a lot of advertising of him because he was in competition with um, Fahey Flynn and Joel Daly on Channel 7. And they were, they were a great news team. Those two guys were awesome. And uh, they were they were wonderful. They started in 1968. So, uh, so here's a let's see. Uh, here's a biography of uh, of uh, Bob McBride. And here we go. And uh, let's see. He was born in Chicago, and uh, he lived in Oak Park until the eighth grade, and then his. Uh, Family moved to Washington. So, yeah, he was Chicago-born. And then uh, he was a graduate of Cornell University in upstate New York and did some postgraduate work at George Washington University. And uh, he he covered the White House, the State Department, and then he spent – he was a director of market research at the Detroit Detroit Free Press, you know, the newspaper. And then he was a director of news uh, in Detroit and then uh, got hired uh, to do the newscast on uh, Channel 2, WVM. And uh, he was alongside John Coughlin, who did the weather. Remember him? No, he was a wonderful man. And also Brent Musburger. He did the sports. I remember him. Uh, When I was a kid, I used to make fun of his name. I called him Mushburger. But he seemed like a nice guy. But uh, we know what happened to him. He's uh, went on to bigger and better, better things. And uh, 
he's a, he seemed like a very handsome man and uh did the the news and uh like i said before they advertise heavily in the newspapers uh about magazines about bob mcbride and uh did okay you know but uh but she had the powerhouse on channel seven with fate uh, with flynn and daly and also on channel five you had floyd calber which i talked about in a previous podcast episode and uh, channel nine did not have the news yet uh not and they had it at uh 10 o'clock so um yeah the nine o'clock news came about 79 or 80 that's when it came okay so uh everything was doing fine and then uh you know he he was only there for about two years and uh and the uh chancellor was planning to expand its early newscast from a half an hour to an hour and uh the uh he decided to leave he didn't want to stay Okay, uh, I'll get to more of that in a moment. Uh, right now, I'm going to play a clip, which I found on YouTube. It is a news update from 1973. This is probably before he left. It's about 20 seconds long. So you can hear his voice. If you remember him, you can hear his voice. And if it, you know, if it rings a bell, that's him. Luckily, I found that. Okay, so sit back and enjoy from a news update from Bob McBride of Channel 2. Thank you, everyone. Bob McBride, TV2 News. Administration budget cuts will hurt some Chicago kids who use libraries. John Calloway will have more tonight at 10. And we'll look at the fortunes of the former Illinois queen of racing, Marge Everett, and at James Thompson, U.S. attorney, now that the Kerner trial has ended. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the the clip from Bob McBride. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about him. Um... Yeah, he left in January in 1973, uh, and he returned to the radio station in Detroit, WJBK, in March. And uh, he just didn't like uh, he didn't like working there because he felt uh, limited, and uh, and he wanted more responsibility. Probably wanted to. Uh, Know, go on the field or do documentaries or something like that. He just didn't want to be on on camera. Okay, and uh, then then he returned to he returned to Chicago and he, he became a CBS News West Coast correspondent. So that's good. He didn't really you know. And uh, let's see what else. And then. Um, when he left, uh, then they hired the most famous news team on Channel 2 and WBM, which, of course, is Bill Curtis and Walter Jacobson. And, you know, that be- those guys became very popular all through the 70s and 80s. And they were 
they're they were awesome and uh you know they're still with us thank goodness but uh, now they've moved on uh bill curtis i think does uh documentaries and uh hosts other shows walter jacobson he was on i think channel 32 for a while you know walter's perspective <laughs> yeah i like those guys they were great as for mcbride um uh, he did that. Then he became the general manager of the of the the station, the TV station in Detroit, and then he became an anchor again in Washington D.C. And then he became an anchor again in Cleveland, and then uh, did that. And then he retired in 1989, and he lived in uh, Bethesda, Maryland, outside of Washington, for the remainder of his life. And then he he passed away on February 1st, 2011, and he was 83 years old. So in Chicago, if you're, like I said before in the beginning of the program, if you were older than me, if you're older than me, you probably remember him, but he was only there for three years, unless you watched the national news and he was there. You know, you, you would remember him doing that. But like I said before, I, I remember the name and I remember seeing his face on television. So there's another anchorman that was there, gone. <laughs> Reminds me of Ron Hunter from Channel 5. I did a podcast about him. <laughs> so uh, I enjoyed talking about that. That was that was fun. Okay. Now, I'm going to talk about my past posts on Van Chicagoland uh, Facebook page. Like I said before, uh, a temporary block for about uh, nine days. So we're going to wait. So uh, here we go. Um, this, this happened around, uh, before, uh, before Halloween and I posted an ad for Dressel's Cakes and this was a Halloween cake and that was from 1952, I believe. And they, you know, we all still miss these cakes very much, especially chocolate fudge. Oh, and, uh, I've said this repeatedly that, uh, you can still buy the chocolate fudge cake. It's similar to that. Well, almost the same. At Wolf's Bakery on 95th Street, west of Kedzie. I haven't bought it yet, and I intend to do that one day. I want to buy it because I miss this cake so much. Oh, it's probably the same. But, you know, I haven't had the, that type of cake in about eh, 20 years. It's been a while. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's still missed to stay. A lot of people want it back. They want this back. Mm-hmm. But, uh Unfortunately, no. <laughs> and unless somebody gets, you know, uh, obtains the recipe, and we'll get started. Okay. Next up, I posted a glass from Meisterbrow. It was a beautiful. It's from you know, a beautiful glass like that. And a lot of people miss this beer so much. Unfortunately, I never had this beer because uh, I was too young. I'm not a beer, a real beer drinker. You know, but uh, some people loved it and some people didn't. But I think most, the majority of people did. And remember Bach beer that came from Meisterbrow? Oh, they loved that. You know, and the, you had the Fiesta cans like that with different colors. And Meisterbrow was made in Chicago. And uh, Meisterbrow light uh, beer became light beer from Miller. Still, uh, still available to this day. I'm not a big fan of light beer. It doesn't taste like beer. <laughs> Last time I had a beer was uh, I went out to lunch with a friend at the Greek restaurant, the Greek Islands, and I ordered the Fix beer. That's a Greek brand. Very good. I liked it a lot. 
Yeah, I'm going to try the others, like, for example, Mythos and Alpha. We'll see on that. So um, they did a lot of advertisements for that. And uh, there was an ad I posted a little while back. And it featured P.J. Hoff. He was the weatherman on Channel 2, WBBM. Uh, he used to draw pictures, a uh, place, you know, like that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and he advertised for Meisterbrow. Yeah, he did. And also, uh, it was Frank McCormack. Remember, he had a radio station. And uh, he also, uh, there was also, who else? Peggy Flynn. He advertised for that. Yeah, that's something that's nice like that. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Ah, here's a, uh, I posted this. It's a turnstile on this photo. Uh, turnstile was like a discount store, like Venture, Kmart, uh, today Walmart and Target. But uh, this, uh, this photo is from March 4th, 1963. It opened uh, at, uh, the address is 90, it was a 9449 Skokie Boulevard in Skokie. It was by Gross Point Road and it had a jewel next to it. And, uh, you know, it, it opened with much fanfare. People loved it. And uh, it was in business until probably 79, 78, 79. Then they closed all of them. Uh, the one that, the one I shop was near my old neighborhood at Fort City Mall on the south side. And uh, we moved in the neighborhood in 74. My mom went there all the time. She loved that store. She really did. I liked it, too. And uh, I post sometimes on Fort, at, Fort, my, at my group, Fort City, you know, vintage Fort City. And uh, one of my earliest memories of them, someday I'll talk about Turnstile, that uh, I bought my first comic book there. And it was uh, DC, Batman Family, issue number eight. I posted that yesterday to a friend of mine. I told him that, and that's where I bought. I bought it at Turnstile. Uh, I don't remember much of the store. I do remember they used to have those uh, booths where you watch cartoons. They had that, and I watched it, and I was fascinated by that. Of course, you had to pay. I begged my mom to so I could watch it, and uh, she relented at one one time. That's it. <laughs> so I did that, and while she did her shopping, yeah, it was a good store. It really, it really was, you know. And uh, they opened another one at about the same time at uh, Corner Foster in Harlem. Uh, there was a shopping center. It's still there. I remember that. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, huh. Ah. I posted about this is Maury Meiji, Meiji's Maury Meiji's uh, sports uh, store. Remember the co commercial Maury Meiji's Maury Meiji. I remember that. Uh, this this photo this is from located at six twenty North LaSalle Street in Chicago at the River North neighborhood. Um, uh, they had another location so nearby. I forgot where it was. I know there was one. Um, in Niles, and uh, that went in business for I don't know, probably late fifties until the eighties, and then it was sold. And uh, I don't know much about history of that place, but I do remember the commercials. They used to advertise it all the time. 
So it was a very, uh, it was a good sports, uh, sporting goods store, like Sport Mart. Remember that. And uh, I would do very well. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Uh, I didn't post much like that. I posted a couple of ads on Creature Features. One was Dr. Blood's Coffin. Uh, I did also The Mummy and The House of Frankenstein. House of Frankenstein is a great movie. It starred uh, the three monsters, Dracula, Wolfman, and Frankenstein. The monster, also the doctor. Uh, The one who played the Wolfman, of course, was Lon Chaney Jr., so that as Dracula, uh, Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi did not play Dracula. It was John Carradine, <laughs> but he was a good Dracula. But I like Bella, and of course the monster was Glenn Strange. It was not Boris Karloff, uh, but Glenn Strange played uh, the monster in the classic uh, movie *Evan Costello Meets Frankenstein*. He played that. He was famous for the bartender as the bartender uh, in *Gunsmoke*. If you watch *Gunsmoke*, all right. Next up, I had uh, a photo of two boxes that were from Klein's department store. And that was located at 131st Street and Southwestern Avenue in Blue Island, Illinois. Uh, They also had a store in Joliet, I think. And I think the other one was in Chicago Heights and Southside. I never went to this store, but I've heard people talking about it. And they said it was very good. Very good department store. They had everything, just like uh, Geekly's in Roseland, where I used to live. And also Gilmore's in Oak Park. You know, it was independently owned like that. And uh, it was in business for a long time. I don't, I'm not sure when it opened. I'm not sure when it closed. Maybe someday I'll talk about it uh, more further, you know, get some information. So that would be a lot of fun like that. Let's see what else. Uh, not much today. That's much. I didn't post much. Oh. I posted this photo yesterday. This was a photo of Marshall Fields department store, and it uh, in front of, in front of the store was an old CTA bus, and I couldn't make out the destination or the route, and I had to blow it up, you know, on my computer, and it said Addison Heights Express. I'm not, I'm not sure where Edison Heights was, but I looked it up, and it's like on the northwest side by, you know, by Harlem in that area. I never knew that. But, but you know, when I found this photo, it didn't, there was no description. It didn't say where this was taken, where, where was the location, where where was it located. And Marshall Fells, it looked like the one in Old Orchard in Skokie, Illinois. And I think it is that. You know, a lot of people said that when I posted it. Uh, it's not Oak Brook, you know, because that's West. That's, I don't think so. That's not Oak Brook. Or they said it was uh, River Oaks in Calumet City. I doubt it. That's South. So it must be in Skokie. But I didn't know, but what was that bus route doing there in Skokie, all the way from Addison, uh, Addison Street, all the way to Northside, you know, where Wrigley Field was? I mean, that's unusual. Uh, maybe it was a route, another route, and the guy forgot to change the sign. Could be. I don't know if this route did go to Skokie. You know, it did go to Old Orchard. I don't know. I have no idea. I tried to look up uh, information on it. I couldn't find anything. You know, and uh, I think it was a cool photo I posted, and people loved it. They really did. They liked it a lot. 
you know, so they were very happy about that. And it's kind of nice. Okay. Next up, I posted a, it was a set of playing cards. You know, it's a deck of cards uh, from the Agar Ham Company. And uh, Agar Ham was very uh, prominent in the Chicagoland area for many years. It were, uh, the hams and sausages were sold at Jewel, I think Dominic's, Kylo, you know, any grocery stores. And I remember that. I don't think my mother ever bought this. Uh, I don't think so. So it was kind of cool to see that. And uh, with the playing cards, uh, someone who posted on eBay mentioned, oh, that's my post. And I go, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, their headquarters were located, um, I think, the Bridgeport area or the back in the yards area. That uh, their uh, facility, you know, their factory. Uh, they, they, uh, the one who, I don't know the man's name, but uh, the son of the founder was John Agar. He was an actor. Uh, did a lot of movies. He's also, he married, he was Shirley Temple's first husband. Remember that. And uh, his most famous role, I think, was the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I think he was in that. I'm not sure. I forgot. So, yeah, he was in a lot of movies. Uh, you know, and he was from Chicago. So, uh, that closed about, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I have to find the history of that. But you know it's perfect for him when you for Christmas time. If you don't like turkey or if you don't like <laughs> you don't like that, uh, you can have uh, ham. You know, I think the majority of people at Thanksgiving have uh, they have uh, turkey. You know, I know I have a friend of mine. He, re- he hates turkey so much, and I ask, him, "What do you have? Well, what do you eat on Thanksgiving?" You know, and he says, "Oh." Probably have a steak. <laughs> nice. Oh, here's one I forgot. I found this uh, model kit. It's a toy model kit from, uh, it's a Chevrolet Corvette model kit from 1976, and it's factory sealed, and it's from Dispenses Castle of Toys. Oh, I miss this. I miss this store so much, and so did everyone else. It was awesome. And uh, it had the price sticker on. Oh, so I did a podcast about that briefly. Maybe I'll do another. Maybe do another one uh, soon. And uh, you know, I had wonderful toys. Remember the commercial? And uh, they played. You could find it on YouTube, and they showed it on WGN TV Channel Nine all the time <laughs> with the creepy Santa. <laughs> so that's kind of funny, like that, you know. And uh, also. I posted another picture of Marshall Fields, and this was at Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg. And this was taken in November 2005, right before he switched to Macy's. And it's a gorgeous photo. It's real nice. And uh, a lot of people love that story. They still miss it to this day. You know, uh, Macy's doesn't cut it. It's a New York store. They don't have the quality of it. I have been to Macy's maybe twice. That's it. You know, I went one time with my mom in Orland Park. That's, you know, because she was looking for something. And, uh, but Marsha Fields is still missed. Uh, a lot of people want it back. They're still protesting. I don't blame them. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but in downtown, and I say she's, they still have the walnut room. That's tradition. Frango Mitts, they still have that. Thank God for that. It's not the same. 
We, gotta, we need to bring it back. But there's no one in the family anymore. Uh, uh, no one alive that I know of. Uh, maybe they're descendants or they're not interested. Maybe someday, somehow, it'll return from the dead. We can only hope. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, what else? Uh, oh, I found a cardboard divider from Maurice Lennel Cookies. Oh, we missed those cookies. The pinwheels, uh, the star, the stars, and uh, I love the chocolate chips, but the pinwheels with the raspberry at the end. Oh, beautiful. BJ, uh, BJ uh, that is Bill Jackson from the Dirty Dragon Show, advertised it. I remember that, and uh, I miss those to this day. So does everyone else. You know, they they like they love they love them and they miss them. Okay, let's see what else we got. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. Mm, yeah, that's that's it for today. Oh boy, very short uh, podcast. Well, because um, last last time on my podcast, I talked about the one hit wonders of the nineteen seventies and lesser known hits, and that lasted about an hour. <laughs> I apologize for that. So that was a long show. And, but I had a, I had a great time talking about it. They were not, I was talking to my brother on the phone uh, this past weekend, and I told him I did this uh, episode. And he goes, "Oh!" And he threw all the songs that he remembered. And I, yes, did you do, talk about this one? Did you mention that one? You go, "Yes, yes, yes, I did." <laughs> you know, and uh, he remember one song he hated was uh, what was it called? From the DeFranco family, heartbeat, it's a love beat. No, he hated that. Oh, <laughs> he told me there was a video out there and he's switching the microphones back and forth with his hands. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, but not to me. Okay, so that would be it for today. It's a very short uh, podcast episode. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, I'll do a recap. Uh, I talked about Bob. Bur- Bride from he was an anchorman from WBBN TV Channel Two in the early seventies, and I also did a recap of my past posts on Van Chicagoland Facebook page. Oh, so that's it. So I will probably have another podcast uh, this weekend. We'll see. Uh, I might talk about Thanksgiving, maybe about my memories. We'll see about that, or I'll talk about something else. Once this pu- episode is published, uh, you can. Um, you can listen on any app, on any app uh, wherever podcasts are available: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Breaker, Overcast. It'll also be posted on my blog, Vanish Cogland blog. Also, my social media accounts on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit, and it would also be on my YouTube channel, Vanish Cogland Stories. And subscribe so you can subscribe to all. All those uh, locations that I mentioned, just hit the subscribe button. You can do that. But uh, I had a friend, uh, I had breakfast with a friend of mine this past week, and he and he asked me, "Where do I listen to podcasts?" Because I don't like to listen on a on an app and all that. You don't have to. Go to YouTube, do a do a search, "Fan of Chicago and Stories." You'll find it. And you can listen. But a lot of people prefer that way. They like listening on the YouTube's. It's easier. It's easier on their phones, it's easier on their desktops, it's easier on their tablets, iPads, you know, whatever. So that's good. Yeah, so please do that, and it should be ready this afternoon. Okay, 
So this is your host, Pete Castanis for Vanish Congolian Stories. Thank you again for joining me. Have a wonderful day. It's snowing a little bit. So. First snowfall of the season. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it really is. Uh, after Christmas, goodbye. I don't want it. <laughs> January, February, out. <laughs> well, we have to, if you live in Chicago, you have to deal with it. That's how it is. You know. Okay. So that's it, and it's bye-bye for me, and here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>